What is up, Barconians? That's a little weird. A little dictatorish. Barconians. Just cover that logo up with a freaking blur, I guess. So I'm using a... Uh, doing something a little different this time. I am using a lavalier mic. That is one of those like 3.5 millimeter lavalier mics. Goes into the whole phone thing. But anyways, I'm going to see... I'm going to do this as a test. Like, can I take this lav mic and then can I isolate the audio in Final Cut Pro, uh, there's a voice isolation built into that, and that would be really cool if it works really well. Anyways, uh, I'm, I'm going to talk today about incremental steps to happiness. I sound like a fucking, uh, you know, like it's a TED talk, basically. So here's a fact about 2023. Uh, if you have a job and you've been there for a while, the pure truth of the matter is you can probably get paid more if you leave that job and go to another one. You get paid more as a new hire these days, you know, than a long term. So retention pay, not that great in most places. Hopefully this phone doesn't just fall off. A little shaky, a little shaky. I need a I need a shock mount for my phone. But anyways, I'm looking at, uh, you know, changing jobs. And people that I know are like, you know, why? Why are you, why are you thinking about changing jobs? Why would you want to do that? You got a, you, you know, you got a good job. You got good pay. I do. But if you change jobs every two to three years in this environment, I you can capitalize and you can incrementally be more happy. Happy Gilmore! Incrementally. Like what I'm looking at now is the same industry, even though I want out of this industry. But I've done incremental steps to happiness for the last five years. I had a six-figure a year salary at a place I absolutely hated, hated it. So I decided to chop my salary in half, literally, actually more than half, probably chopped it by like 52, 53% um, for the sake of having more family time and being happier. So I did that and it worked out. Turns out the lower tax bracket made my paycheck decrease, not hurt nearly as bad as I thought it would. Uh, I did sell my home and move into a smaller home, which I didn't like my bigger home that much anyways. Material shit, you know, just material stuff. It doesn't mean much unless it's microphones and audio gear. Then you fucking buy, buy, buy. Just kidding. Uh, but it really doesn't mean much. So... You know, I, I switched jobs, cut my pay in half, worked out really well. I was at that job for two years, and I took the experience from both jobs because I changed careers completely from retail to banking, and I did collections work and banking. Uh, but I, I took the last two jobs, and I combined them to get a position with my current job that was another incremental step to happiness. I did end up getting paid more 
and I got, you know, 30% more of the pay I gave up back. So now I'm like 22% less paid than I was at my six-figure job. And that has worked out. You know, I am happier. Things are better. And but it's but it's not what I want to do. I'm not really a banking guy, honestly. Like I kind of like it. It's okay. But it's not really what I want to do. I think you guys all know what I want to do. I think you're watching uh what I'm doing right now knowing that this is what I want to do. Not on this channel. I know. I have 22 subscribers. That's not going to get it done for this. This is just an outlet. But obscure mics stuck in my generation, obscure tech those three channels, those are what I'm trying to build into maybe the future, maybe not working in banking, maybe not doing all that stuff. But yeah, this job, you know, I don't know what it would pay yet, but it's incrementally another step to happiness as far as a little bit less of a drive, a small location that would be less busy. Right now I'm pretty overwhelmed with what I'm doing. I don't have to deal with the public very much, but I've got a lot of data entry and a lot of tasks and just a lot of shit. So I'm looking to do a step up. They only last two or three years if I get the job and if they can pay me what I need, which all I really need because it's incrementally a step in the right direction life-wise. Uh, as far as like drive time, family time, all that incremental, tiny. So all they got to do is match my pay. If they match my pay, I'm out. I'll do that. And then, you know, two or three years later, I will probably look to do the next step. And hopefully that works out. But the point of this TED Talk or Bark Talk, if you will, is do not be afraid to take some chances. Like if you are miserable at your job, which I've talked about this before, but you know, think about incremental changes because it has benefited me immensely, absolutely immensely to go from a job I absolutely despised to one I liked quite a bit more. On a scale of one to 10, the job I'm speaking of that was six figures, I, that, that, that became, after eight eight years, it became a 1 out of 10. 1 out of 10 happiness level. Next spot, I probably moved up to a solid 6 out of 10. And then my current job that I jumped ship from the last one to, I would call this a 7 out of 10. Now, granted, I want to be a 10 out of 10. Not looks-wise, that's not fucking happening. But I would like to get to a 10 out of 10 happiness level. On the BB SAR, if you watch Obscure Mics, I want to be a 10. Again, not this. Fucking way past my prime on that. This job, I, I assume and I think, would be an 8 out of 10. Now, there might be a 9 out of 10 out there, but the 10 out of 10 is self-sufficient, self-employed, doing all this stuff without an employer, a boss, all that. That's the 10 out of 10. But you got to go for it. You know, we have one life to live and I'm 42. I don't have a lot of time left. And 
my retirement isn't exactly booming. Not that it will be, no matter if I stay at my job or not. I mean, the simple fact is, I'm going to be working. Again, if I get the 10 out of 10, I won't care to be that old man on YouTube going like, this microphone shucks ass. I won't care. I'll work till I die if I'm doing that, because I enjoy that. I don't enjoy this. Anyways, just food for thought. I feel like people get complacent, and they don't want to make any changes, or they're afraid of changes. Trust me, I'm afraid of changes, too. Like, I'm half excited at this potential new opportunity, uh, and I'm half scared to death because I don't want to have to learn a new job. I don't want to have to learn a bunch of new people, get to know a bunch of new people. And, you know, there's, what do I do? Do I work up to the last minute at this job and then switch so I don't miss paycheck? Do I take a week or two off? I've only got about three days of vacation left. So it's risky. And it's a little bit scary. But long-term, you got to think long-term. And if you're not a 10 out of 10 right now, what are you doing? TED Talk, Mark Talk, what are you doing to get there? Or are you doing anything at all? Or are you satisfied to be at like a 5 out of 10 on the BBSAR happiness scale? You know, is that is that just what you want to do? It's not what I want to do. I mean, that's, you know, I'm going to try, as 50 Cent once said, I'm going to get rich or die trying, but rich in happiness. Not not rich in any other way uh, than happiness. I don't, I don't care much about the other stuff. Money's nice. Uh, but, you know, as, as long as you make your bills and your payments and your lifestyle match up with your pay, you know, the, the possessions don't buy any happiness. I have, my wife has a nice vehicle, a new vehicle, year old, um, bought it brand new. Great car, Subaru Outback. Best car we've probably ever owned because it's super safe and I'm fucking old. But it is a sweet-ass car. What I'm driving right now is a $6,000 2014. I got a really good deal on it. Uh, 2014 Honda Civic that I got for about half price at 6 k Great car. Like, not as safe as the Subaru, but I really enjoy driving this and I don't have a payment. And that's part of the whole thing. Like, don't get yourself loaded down with payments. Leave yourself some buying power. Please. Trust me. You do not want to be house and car poor. It is not a good idea. In any way, shape, or form, no matter how nice you think your house needs to be, the fact of the matter, like, now, this, this is just me. This is my opinion. But if you live in a really nice... These people are just going to rear in the fuck out of me, man. One-lane traffic, construction in the summer. Fuck yeah. But if you live in a super nice home, that's great. And if that's what you're into, that's great. But from the initial excitement of living in that home, do you, walk, do you go home every day and just marvel 
at your super nice house and do you just think this is it this is what life's all about i've got a really nice fucking house because i had a really nice fucking house and for the first month or two like it put a little bit of a smile on my face to come home to know that i had came from like a family that was on welfare at times to you know a really nice home that faded really fast really fast like before long i didn't even really like the home because it wasn't exactly it didn't really reflect who i am and it cost me a lot of money and it made life a little bit stressful fast forward i live in a home half the size nothing fancy about it it's a nice home it's a cute quaint nice home uh again I was excited the first few days because it felt homey. First few months, whatever. As time passed, like I was like, you know, as long as I have a kitchen and a bathroom and a bed and a living room where I can have some family time, I, it's you know, what's what's it? What do I need? Nothing crazy, you know, nothing crazy at all. And this house. Just like the one before that was super expensive. It doesn't make me happy. It makes me comfortable. It's, you know, the family time that makes me happy. It's the, you know, constantly striving for happiness over riches that makes me happy. And it's doing the YouTube stuff that makes me happy. That's like, seriously, right under family, it's this. Like, that's where I'm at in my life. That might sound sad, but doing the obscure mic videos and the obscure tech videos and then this and all this stuff, this is like my second source of happiness right below my family. So any job or house or material possessions that I'm not getting strangled by and leaves open this step of happiness is awesome. That's why I'm trying to get to the 10 out of 10 happiness range. It, just thoughts, just things that are on my mind. You know, I'm. it took me a really long time to get here. It took me till I was like 34, 35 to be like, you know what, this whole corporate America get rich thing is not for me uh people's perception of me having money which i never cared about that like when i bought the nice house it was more like for me not for anybody else i didn't tell anybody where i lived i still wanted to be private but that was for me and then when you figure out that that's not really something you need you really start setting yourself up for a whole different kind of success and that success is like not wasting your one fucking life. That's the success. Doing something with it. Being able to smile through it. Fucking money. Things give me a smile. When I get a, a new mic or a new audio interface or a new computer or a new tablet, those things do make me smile. And I'm not going to deprive myself of those things, but I typically find those things either used or cheap, or I trade, or, you know, I don't let that cut into the rest of the aspects 
of having a happy life. I haven't done this for a while, and I can tell. I just spit all over the fucking place. But I haven't done this for a while, and I can tell because my my voice is getting a little bit raw. Because I tend to talk a little bit louder in the car. And I know I'm talking louder because of this lab mic that's hanging on my fucking flappy-dappy. What's that called? Visor. That's what the fuck it's called. Visor. Sounds like a fucking German word. I shunned I guys and visor. And, uh, fuck was I going to say? I went blank. That was awesome. But yeah, anyways, just give it a thought. You know, I, I was, uh, making good money in my early thirties. Nothing great, just good. And my thoughts back then were like, I'm never leaving this job. Like I've got a house and two cars and yeah, you know, whatever. It's not really a thing doesn't really matter that much just hoping to help somebody out I, I feel pretty good about my life from about 32 on I just wanted to share some of the reasons why because it is pretty good there's still stresses I'm working on buying a house now and selling my current house and it's kind of a lateral move the houses are like one is not nicer than the other but the location is nicer at this new one. It's very far out in the country. It is away from everyone. Uh, big plus. There's fiber internet right into this fucking place in the country that's literally 20 minutes away from any store or shop or anything. It is literally in the hills. If I look out my front window, if I get this house, I will see hay bells on a hill that's adjacent from the hill that I will live on. And I think that's pretty cool. I think that would be pretty nice to, to like sit down on the couch, grab a drink and look outside and see just nature, no roads, no bullshit, just nature. That's another thing. That's one, one place I was wanting to go. I feel our life force must start running out at some point because a, I'm getting colder as I get older, meaning my fucking life force is probably draining out of me little by little each year. But, you know, you know, like me as a kid and a teenager and a young adult, I didn't pay any fucking attention to the green and the blue and the other colors like all around me. I paid no attention to that. In my 40s, even though I've only been in my 40s for like two years, it is incredible how much more I like take in nature and soak it up like a sponge. And like the older I get, you know, like I think it's supposed to be, I want to be more with nature than I do with people. Like I'd rather fucking hug a tree than hug a person at this point. That's not true, but it's almost true. You know, it's, so now I, I found myself, I was never a country person, ever. I always wanted to live in the concrete jungle. But the older I get, I really would prefer to live amongst trees and hay bales and squirrels and shit. Animals of all kinds. Like, I see any animal and I'm just like, oh, come here. Come here, little baby. Oh, my God. Like, if I, if I ever had a fucking pet sloth, I would probably cry. Fucking amazing little creatures. But... 
Yeah, I just feel more in tune with uh, the second half of life. Something to think about. I'm home. Hopefully not my home for much longer. Uh, That's proving to be difficult, too, because this place is not on a permanent foundation. I've got to put a permanent foundation on it. Manufactured home. Really nice. They put it on fucking blocks, but it's cheap. We'll see. See you guys next time.